Hello, and welcome to the Moncast, where we compare Pokemon and Digimon. We're going to be doing a drinking game, but the rules haven't started yet, so I, I get a freebie there. I'm Stevie, and as always, I'm joined by Quinn. Hi. Sadly, no May this week, but they sent us some notes so we can at least bring it up in mono a mono. And yeah, the drinking game today is quite simple. Um, take part at home if you want to be very irresponsible, but we don't recommend it. We're being irresponsible, so you don't have to. Exactly. It's a, a Halloween special, something we've not done since 2016, and it was a bad idea then. Yeah, that was the last time Halloween happened. And the rules of the drinking game are quite simple. If the word Pokemon or the word Digimon is said in conversation, take a swig of your drink. What are you drinking? I am having limoncello. I'm having Smirnoff Ice Original. Premium vodka mixed with the classic taste of lemon with sugar and sweetness. This is 2.8 UK units, and this is all the alcohol I have, so I'll probably run out. I don't know what that is, but okay. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. The current score is 8-1 to Digimon. Take a drink. And this time we'll be discussing the 10th episodes. You said a mouthful, and the Icemon cometh. We recommend watching the episodes before you listen any further, but you do you. And a big thank you to fantastic patrons for supporting the show. If you want to join them, you'll gain early access to the uncut versions of the show, a week ahead of the edited versions. So let's start off with, you said a mouthful. I, I agree with May wholeheartedly. How on earth did they not call this Meowthful? Absolutely. It just should have been. My, th- there's a point where Meowth is in the Pelipper's mouth. Yeah, like it's the one time the pun was really earned, so they had to go with no. Maybe they just wanted to give us a break after the tam- taming of the Shroomish was so good. Yeah, Shaming of the Shroomish was really good, and we got another uh, Shakespeare today, didn't we? In Digimon? Yeah. Oh, wait, drink. Uh, yeah, The Iceman Cometh. I know it was a play, and I felt like it was Shakespeare, but no, it's a G- Eugene O'Neill. Never mind. I'm just wrong. Who is Eugene O'Neill? An American playwright. It was published in 1946, so I was not even in the right century. One minute, and we swapped already to Digimon. Take a drink. This episode started off really weird. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Pokemon do a recap, especially on a filler episode. Oh, you said the words. <laughs> yep. I'm already like halfway through a glass. No, as you say, I think I'm on a handicap because I'm, I'm drinking something with a lot more alcohol in it. Well, that was your choice. It was. And in my defense, Limoncello is really good. This is quite nice as well, actually. My voice is dying. Who's that whispering? Oh, that's my friend Chloe. She wants to play the drinking game along with us, so ah. I poured her some, some booze. Cool. Chloe can't actually hear you, so I'm just supposed to cue her when she's supposed to drink. That's good. It means I don't have to say the rules again and therefore make us take two more drinks. Oh boy, we're going to struggle to stay on topic. Yeah, this is going to be a weird episode. Which is wild, because the second thing we're going to talk about was really good. It is. So we should get through Pokemon <laughs> as fast as possible. See, even if I catch myself and I know I'm about to say it, I don't want to just, like, stop saying it, because that feels like cheating. Yeah, I'm going to try and limit it a little bit, because, you know, I do I do want to survive the day. But, uh, anyway, so, yeah, this episode is 
absolutely wild, especially with the recap that made me think something important was going to happen, and then it sure didn't. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a gym episode, like, this is the build-up to, oh, they've made it to another gym. And they kind of did, but it was a fake gym. Kind of, yeah, like, they, they said it was a gym episode, and then they lied. The double bluff. Instead, it's a Pelipper episode. And with just some guy. <laughs> called Anthony. He had a name? Yeah, it's like the most normal name for a Pokemon character ever. Take a drink. It's not even a pun. Although, I would have a hard time coming up with a pun for this one. Make it a woman called Pelipper. Oh, that would have been good. Pelipper and Pelipper. Boom. Ooh, Penelope. Ooh. Like Penelope, but Pelipper. I like that. I liked Pelipper. Yeah, Pelipper was good. It is just a pelican, but they went, what if we just stuffed it with other Pokemon? I mean, in fairness, it's the only way to make Pelipper not pretty underwhelming. And also, the battle relied on Ash not realizing that he had a double-type advantage with Pikachu. And for some reason, they were scared of Pikachu being hit with electric attacks. Yeah, like, Pikachu lives on that. Pikachu should be fine. Anyway, yeah, we walk in, and this incredibly overconfident dude... And then we make fun of Max for knowing anything about Pokemon. He's the only person there who is Damn not it, you just... said the word! He's the only person in the group who is not just incredibly gullible. He questions it when this water-flying water type knows other types of attack. I can feel myself slowing down. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. This is the first time I've had alcohol in, like, months. Ah, fair. Uh, so this episode kinda sucks. Yeah, it wasn't anything special at all. No, I was kinda digging the idea. Weird fraud guy is cool. Weird frog guy? Fraud. Oh, fraud guy. Yeah, no, the, the guy who just decided that since he couldn't actually be the best, he was just going to pretend and do it with, like, a bell spread. At least get something good. I suppose he needed small ones to actually fit in there, and so that's why he had Magby and Bellsprout. And even though, that like, Team Rocket loads it with tons of other Pokeballs that don't show any other... Yeah, no. I have to is... say it, Pokemon. <laughs> Boop. Completing the sentence is, is so bad. Where did Anthony get his championship belt from? I think he just bought it at a store. <laughs> he's just got, like, golden foil on it. Because, like, clearly he's pretty terrible as as a gym leader. He also does not have an officially recognized gym, because, you know, he's a fraud. Anthony was fun. I preferred him when he was off screen, just because his face is not particularly great. That's fair. Also, it was just better because Team Rocket was on screen instead of him. Yeah, the god, I loved their costumes. Also, I really loved that Brock, at the very end, when their costumes finally came off, he goes, Oh my god, it's Team Rocket! They don't recognize people based on hairstyles, apparently. Well, did you not figure out from the talking meowth? It, that could be anyone's talking meowth. <laughs> it's the people you see once a week, and then, you know, mercilessly electrocute. Probably causing brain damage. How do you think Team Rocket got so smart? Ash just keeps trying to electroshock the queer out of them, and it's not working. No, that, that's it doesn't work. Nope. And it shouldn't be tried anyway. No, it's a terrible idea that is really just, what if we tortured some queer people? Don't do that. So, I've honestly gone through most of my notes already. Yeah, there's nothing to this episode. Yeah. Trico gets murdered for no reason. Like, Trico couldn't survive a grass attack. Not even a very powerful one, because again, it was Victory Bell. Bellsprout. I knew what I meant. I did like just seeing these random attacks come out of Palapa. And it, it took me basically until they showed the Pokeball Flash to actually figure it out. So they did a, a good job. Huh. Yeah, no, I caught that immediately, but that's fair. 
I did not, because I didn't think, like, oh, wait, Palpa has a big mouth and probably has Pokeballs in. Yeah, I mean, I, I went through immediately, oh, no, there are vines coming out of that mouth, and they said it's a mouthful. Hmm. Maybe Pelipper's mouth is full of vines. Vine. <laughs> <laughs> On the same wavelength, this is good. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, drunk us are pretty in sync. Oh, I'm nowhere near drunk yet. I'm feeling a bit of mine, because I've had about half a glass of limoncello, which is kind of a lot at 30% alcohol. Yeah, mine's only like 4%, probably. Like I said, I'm playing this game on heart mode. It's fine. That's good. It means that I can keep the episode coherent. You know, May's not here, so we'll probably be better than average, but I may take that as a challenge. Honestly, it's just funny that like, us two, while consuming alcohol, can probably stay on topic more than three of us. Yeah, more than May on a normal day. We're going to fly through this. All I've got left in my notes is just that I honestly don't know how they managed to stretch out this idea to a full episode. Yeah, it took a lot, and we just... I, I really appreciate that at the end we're just like, yeah, we forgive you. Anthony was a fraud, but he was then blackmailed into the whole theft thing. So, like, before he wasn't really hurting anyone that bad. Just, like, hurting the self-esteem. Yeah, he was a, kind of a jerk, but he didn't actually do anything particularly harmful. And then Pokemon just being like, god damn it. So Jesse and James turning that into a whole thing. In fairness, on the one hand, it's a better... It's a better scam, but at the same time, like, you did go into a Pokemon battle agreeing to give up your Pokemon. You just said it twice. Damn it. I don't want to run out before we get to the second half. Yeah, if you run out, then you're just going to say it a bunch to make me sweat. At that point, I'll just be drinking water. <laughs> yeah, there may come a time when I need to switch to water. <laughs> yeah, just be sensible. Pelipper's a water type. It's true, and a flying type, mm. which means Pikachu could curb stop them. And then Magby and Bellsprout would emerge. How on earth did I just pronounce Bellsprout wrong? Because I feel like I did. I mean, I called Bellsprout Victory Bell, so you're fine. <sighs> Do you have anything else to say? I have literally nothing about this episode. It was kind of fun as filler, but not interesting, particularly. It was filler. The only good bit was like the novel concept about what if we had Palapa stuff with other Pokemon. Damn it, I had to finish the sentence. Alright, uh, yeah, that and just, I don't know, it was such filler that they couldn't come up with enough time to make the episode happen, so they had to give us a recap for the first time probably ever. Yeah, I, I cannot recall another recap. It was weird. I guess, I mean, we got one kind of at the, at the beginning of season, at the, of this season, just explaining why Pikachu was sick, but that was kind of it. And the recap was just like, Ash has come to this region, here's what he's caught. Mm -hmm. and there's these other characters with him. Yeah, also Brock is here for no reason. Brock was fine, Max was, was pretty good, by Max standards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, May just being like, haha, I'm gonna make fun of you for knowing anything and not being completely gullible. And she seems to be coming around to the whole idea of these creatures. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't know anything about them yet, but she seems to find them entertaining. Like, she's still just like, oh, they're growing on me. It's weird that, that we have not had May, like, participate in a gym battle or anything yet. Or any anything meaningful, really. Well, I mean, May is a co-host and not, like, an actual trainer, you know? Yeah, actually, that sucks. May should be getting some badges. It'd be really cool to, like, at the end of the season, they both have eight badges and have to, like, actually battle for the first time. I hope they both get to, like, do the 
the gym badge things when we actually get to a gym. That would be interesting. I would be curious to see it. I don't really think so, if for no other reason than that May is a girl and girls don't get to do things in Pokemon. Drink. Yeah, I'll, I'll own that one. But speaking of girls getting to do things, we should move on. This is a solid episode of Digimon. You said the thing. You know, I'm fine with it. We're moving on to the Icemon cometh. Uh, so, the Icemon cometh. Real good episode. It is really good. I love the psychological- Pikachu! Ice Devimon just scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. It's pretty scary now, like, he basically just comes across as a pedophile. He really is kind of rapey. Super bad. A very good example of a creepy villain. Which, I mean, I'm glad they committed to that, because the next time uh, Ice Devimon shows up in, like, Frontier, they, they made him Christopher Walken to make kids not scared. Which is a really interesting decision. <laughs> yeah, Chloe's sitting over here laughing. She has not seen this episode. I need to show Chloe the Christopher Walken Ice Devimon. And he talks like this all the time. Because he's a villain. I, I still cannot believe they did not name that episode Walking in a, Christ- in a Winter Wonderland. But, uh, what do you do? So yeah, so this episode starts off uh, not super strong. We do a bunch of clip shows of all of three Digimon Digivolving. Which, hey, I got a drink now, yes. Why did they do that? Just like Yeah, like, they, they did, much like Pokemon, they must not have had enough episode. Ah, damn it, I did it again. This is a flashback, so we're just gonna make the resolution smaller. Yeah, like, it was weirdly, uh, letterboxed. Could they not- do they not have effects that they could use? Yeah, you you could just put a foggy effect over it. They've had flashbacks before, right? Do they need to have a flashback to how they made them the first time? Uh, yeah, so, anyway, yeah, I was even kind of with it when we did the flashback to, uh, to Gilmon evolving, but- then after that, I was like, okay, we need two more of these? Why? Fair and equal rights for all Tamers. I guess, although Gilmon's was the entire sequence, and then the other two, including Ruki's own Digimon, got the, the shortened versions, which was honestly fine, to be honest, but was a weird way of doing that. I just don't get why they're in tiny boxes. I don't know. So you know they're flashbacks. I, I, I understand Gilmon in a box, but that's the others. Yeah, I mean, Gilmon always in a box, but... The box in our hearts. Mm. I don't think that means anything. Oh, speaking of boxes, bread box, because Yamaki referenced, like, the 20 questions thing. He's bringing something with him and it's bigger than a bread box. Yes, playing 20 questions and d- damn it, drink for that, I was going to say it. So, after the weird intro, we do just get, like, quite a lot of time with Kalumon being the cutest thing in all of Oh systems. my god, Kalumon is so good and I love them! I felt the need to take a screenshot of Kalumon just looking at Rookie. I actually took a good number of screenshots from this episode because it was a pretty solid one. I wonder if there's a Kalumon plush anywhere on the internet. Oh god, I hope I need to buy a Kalumon plush. Um, also, the first one that I just posted for you, I love the sign that is just weird ASCII characters for no reason. <gasps> Kalumon. Third one that says "Do ya?" And there's a tiny little sign in the corner that is just random symbols. Well, it is just random symbols. It says "Newolf." New. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. God, Kulumon is just so cute. I love them. The least binary Digimon. Wait, the trash can says Gomi on it. Well, yeah, that means trash. 
and the door just has the letter B. The sign on the stall at the top, it says, like, accuses. Also, Ruki's mom tries to get her to wear this, like, teddy bear dress and a really cute little cardigan, and I want it. And I'm real sad that that's not my mom. This episode really plays into my trans headcanon of, of mom trying to be super supportive and it failing a little bit. Aww. But it's okay, she's still trying. She's just like, hey, you could be even girlier. And Ruki's like, nah, I'm, I'm okay with this. This is who, this is where I be. Yeah, Rika's, Rika's mom doesn't understand that, like, presentation and gender are different things. Yeah, she's trying, you know. She's trying. She looked confused, but she got the spirit. I like cute clothes. Ah, me too. God damn. I'm woozy already. <laughs> we should we should keep going. Yes, we should. Uh, so Ice Devimon keeps like randomly showing up and trying to snatch Ruki. It's not good. It's good for like building up sort of tension and suspense. Oh yeah, like it's dramatic and tense as hell. I'm super here for it, but God, it's a creepy episode. It is unsettling. Like I approve. So we we eventually get through Ruki being. Grandma gets it. Grandma's super good. And it's just like, there's more to life than clothes. And Ruki's mom is like, like what? And God, I'm so here for it. I identify with Ruki's mom. I mean, Ruki's grandma is right. But also, wardrobe space is like my main concern in life right now. Like, I, I appreciate both of these characters simultaneously, because Grandma's great. Ruki gets stolen away, and she's in Ice Devimon's, like, I don't know, refrigerated room that for some reason has an Aurora Borealis in it. At this time of year, in this part of the country, located entirely above one random building in Tokyo. But those are only in the Southern Hemisphere, or something. Yeah, I don't know if the Aurora Borealis happens in the Southern Hemisphere, I don't know. Wait, are they in the southern hemisphere? No, they're not. Japan is not in the southern hemisphere. There is a part of it in southern latitudes, but yeah, like the northernmost tip is up with Siberia, because Japan is long. So yeah, uh, Kalamon is cute. Renamon is cute. That's probably not the word I should use to describe Renamon, but that's what my brain's coming up with. Renamon sure walks away from the camera, uh, just, you know, shaking that ass. It's it's really the way that a thousand furries got started. I thought it, and so I must say it. Fox booty. <laughs> I do like the idea of having a fox guardian just watching over you and keeping you safe from creeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she laid down on the job, but, you know, Rika was kind of pretty Pikachu. to her, so... Yeah, Rika was a Pikachu. Rika did learn a lesson, and I'm glad of that. This is the start of her really long redemption arc. Yeah. And it's getting worse before it gets better, because it ends with... We know how it ends. Rika hates Digimon. I had to say it. Yeah, you did. Where were we? So yeah, Rika hates all the things. You know, after the day she's had, that's kind of fair. She was abducted. Yeah, you're allowed to have a tantrum after someone kidnaps you and seems real, real inclined to be rapey. Yeah, and like... She was concerned that Renamon was going to be like Ice Devimon if she kept digivolving and getting stronger. And like, Ice Devimon's a bad example. It makes sense. But yeah, that's a decent cliffhanger. Will they make up? Will they make out? Who knows? I hope they don't make out. Uh, yeah, not until they're older. And yet, the entire internet seems to be very okay with the two of them making out. I think it's mostly Renamon that they're focused on. 
That's true. At least I hope it's only random on that the focus on. It's like the lesser of two evils. But yeah, like oh, just every scene with Rika Renamon is so good. Like they have conversations and they talk about their feelings and it's so good. And and Ruki like uh, well Renamon being you know basically an adult and then Ruki you know she's slowly helping her. I'm super here for it because hey sometimes you need a mentor to get through mental trauma. I don't know what Rika's trauma is, but uh, being trans, her dad being Pikachu. Oh, that that's a good. Th- Good theory. Makes a lot of sense in canon, actually. Hmm, it does. So apparently, there are southern lights. They are called the the Aurora Australis. Wait, oh, southern lights? Yeah, like that's a thing, apparently. The Aurora Borealis jokes, while good, I guess they should still apply to Tokyo, but they're they're close enough to the equator that they really should not ever see either one. See, now I'm just wondering, like, if the southern comfort is their northern comfort as well. <laughs> I'm going to struggle to stay on topic, Quinn. I see that. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have a lot more. Takato learning about combos is interesting, except that really soon now we're just going to never, ever do modify cards again. Yeah, the cards will lose relevance soon. But I do like Takato practicing his whole, like, dramatic card swipe. Oh, it's so adorable. Um, although I could swear, like, the card swipe looks like it's going in different directions between shots, which is... Odd. Henry's is weird looking, and I'm kind of into it. Henry looks like he's going to do a Power Rangers moth. He really does. He looks like he's going to henshin tonight. What does that mean? Uh, henshin is Japanese for transform. In in the original uh, Sentai shows, they're always called like the 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 uh, uh, henshin devices or whatever, so that they can transform. I'm saying back up because my shoulder's dying. Henshin is German for chicken. Okay, I'm just throwing that out there. But yeah, that's cool. Okay, I'm just scanning my notes and pretending I can still read. So, there's quite a few parallels between Kalamon and Impmon that get brought up. Because, like, both of them get rejected. Yeah, Impmon's B-plot was kind of interesting. Yeah, God, I forgot how much of a rookie was to Kalamon. She was so mean. She was really terrible. She made Kalamon cry. Yeah, what the hell? And then didn't even feel bad about it. It's not a focus of the episode. She just tells Kalamon to go away. It's so sad. It's really bad. I don't want Kalamon to cry. Also, oonsie cutesie is a really weird turn of phrase. Oonsie cutesie. It's what she says. When she's like, why you gotta be so oonsie cutesie? No, she's like, you know, I know you have everybody else fooled, but I don't fall for your oonsie cutesie act. Oh yeah. Who doesn't say cutesie wootsie? I don't think I use either. In both cases, they're bad. Impmon was bad as well, in that he behaved badly. Yeah, Impmon's pretty trash. They've done a good job of cementing the whole fact that Impmon judges other Digimon take a drink for <laughs> being tamed. Yeah, I mean, that, which makes sense. That, that degree of judgment, we eventually get to know Impmon's background, and it makes more sense. I'm looking forward to them going into that. Because at the moment, Impmon's just acting trash. Yeah. It's probably some lovely water pouring sounds. Even even Ipman's uh, improvement is not good. Fist of the Beast King. I don't know if I have a whole lot more to say about this. I really, like, I dug the atmosphere of this episode, and even as terrible as he was, Ice Devimon was cool. I really kind of dug the frozen corpses of other Digimon drink. He was a great villain. He was just really intimidating and creepy. Uh-huh. 
And like he had a, a clear motive, which we've not seen before. Yeah, no, I dig that a lot, actually. Ice Devon was like the most dominant, submissive. A little bit. And I did like the fight between Ice Devonmon and Renamon as well, because it was just like so quick. And finishing it off with speed and fly from Gilmon was kind of lame, to be honest. It was fine as a combo, and I'm into it, but also it really should have taken more than that. Yeah, but like, Gilmore has the strength of a champion. He does. And the heart of a winner. Born to be a winner. Also, Renamon, I'm your friend. <laughs> you know what? That was adorable. Renamon's my friend! Yay! I love it. <laughs> Rika doesn't. Rika's like, you're my friend, I hate you. Yeah, well, she going through some things. Can she not? I mean, I would prefer if she were already okay, but, you know, she's got to have a character arc. That's and true. it's the first time Digimon Drank has been willing to commit to someone being really, on the surface, pretty terrible to the people around them and uh, have to get better from there. Pretty digiphobic. Uh, she's just people-phobic. My last notes are just Gilmon OP, please nurse. Yeah, Gilmon is super OP. Like, okay, sure, you got stuck in the ice for a minute until we created a thousand fan uh, expansion fetishists, but then it's just, like, kind of one-hit KO. Also, Gilmon should be able to fly. Flying Digimon are cool. Flying is pretty neat. Also, I reread my notes and wanted to laugh again at Yamaki's 20 questions reference. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than a red box. Yeah, it's the size of a damn building. Did, did he just bring, like, his trophy collection? With him. Pretty Is that much, what he yes. Did? He brought the entire ice deal with him, yeah. And also, I noticed we did not even try to save any of those Digimon. Oh, no, they were dead. I mean, they were probably dead, but I mean, I'd have at least unfrozen them, maybe give them a burial. It's wild that he didn't absorb them. Did the whole ice trophy cabinet die with Ice Devimon? Or is someone going to find that? So I think it went back to the digital world, because something, something, it was only inside his digital field, dealing, whatever the ridiculous rules are about that. So was this episode filler or not filler? I'm not saying no. This is a really good uh, character arc for Ruki that starts here. Like, she's sort of flip-flopping and she cannot decide how she feels about Digimon. Yeah, ambiguous feelings are a whole-ass thing. Drink, by the way. I thought it was a really good episode as well, um, and it's nice to just have an episode focused around th the women. The best character, yeah. Yeah, women characters. God, we actually passed the Bechtel test this week. Yeah, it was That just... may not have ever happened before in Digimon. It was just a girl and her fox in, in a room. And there were just three women in a room having a conversation that was not about men. I love it. Yeah, should we go on to Mono A Mono? Sure. gonna be painful for you so <laughs> i'm gonna switch to water that's my executive decision at this point what once you fit your limit no no peer pressure uh yeah like i will finish my limoncello later but i've had like a third of a bottle of something 30 percent alcohol and i still have other things to do today yeah and like we here on the Muncast are nothing if not sensible mm -hmm. they lied profusely for the most part. Profusely was the right word, right? I'm not imagining that. Yes. Good. You are correct, and also slightly drunk. That was a nice drink. It's been a while since I've drank stuff. It was nice. Now it's time for Mono A Mono, where we attempt to compare these episodes by arguing with each other over each, each other over trivial things. My notes 
are awful. And you can't even blame the booze for that. Oh, general comparisons. Extremely different. They both had a recap. True. Pokemon's was longer. Drink. This is why this section is good for water. But yeah, there wasn't really that much in common. No, they were pretty significantly different in uh, in concept. There wasn't a con in in Digimon. Monster of the Week. Ice Devimon like, was pretty terrible, but was really interesting as a character. He was a pretty great, like, one-episode villain, and was creepy throughout, but, like... <sighs> I did put Pelipper initially, but I think that was mostly down to the whole idea of it having Pokeballs in its mouth. So, instead, I'm, I'd rather give it to, like, Renamon. I think I'm going Ice Devimon, but Renamon is a real solid choice. I just wish she had more villains who, like, I gave it Pikachu. about. I just remembered. I remembered that May sent us notes. Yes. Uh, their favorite Mon was... Renamon. So that means Renamon wins. Human. Rookie. Gotta say, Rookie. Real good. May also said Rookie slash Rika, which makes it real easy to just put Rika in. Gosh, she's so good. I love how human she is. She has a... Uh, comparing this to, to uh, Colin, like... God, she has more character in this episode than any single character in the entire show. Possibly all of them combined. She's so good, we forgive her for bullying Kalamon. Yeah, well, she gets better. They become friendos. Friendos is such a good word. It kind of is. So, scores on the doors. Start off with Pokemon. And May gave it a five. All because Pelipper, but how they not make Pokemon point in the episode title, Meowth was there. I don't know. That had to be a deliberate choice to not... Yeah, per- terrible, terrible choice. The only time the pun was deserved. So yeah, May gave Pokemon 5. I gave it 6. I think I'm going to go with 6. The recap really set me up to think that any of this would matter. And then we just forgave some dude for committing wide-scale fraud. I mean, he wasn't hurting anyone. I guess not. Be a better person than that, dude. <laughs> be a better person. Just do it. Just be a better filler character. Okay, Digimon. May give in 8, because Dirt, Rico, and Renamon. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a 9, I think. I really enjoyed this episode. I also went with a 9. Just like, the villain was good, Rico was good, Renamon was good. It was all pretty good. And the only down bit was the intro. Also, there's a real good pick during the Aurora Borealis of some just super drunk dudes for no reason. Why am I putting in 10 for May? That isn't what May said. We need to hurry before it self-destructs. So yes, Digimon won this week, and it was a good thing. Digimon won 26-17, to 17, um, which does make it 9-1 to Digimon after 10 episodes. It's not looking great for, for Pokemon this season. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Advanced is just not great. They started off well. May could have been good. I, I totally forgot about the drinking game halfway through Mono Mono. <laughs> Yeah, so this was a bad idea, and we shouldn't do it again for, like, a year. I'm just going to do the outro now. All right. Next time, we'll be discussing the 11th episodes, A Bite to Remember, and Much Ado about Mushimon. We're just doing so many literary references this, like, three weeks. <laughs> Much Ado about Mushimon? Mushimon. I, I don't know. If you want to talk about today's episodes, you can reach us on Twitter, via email, and in the Moncast Discord. You can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncuts. Just like all these other amazing patrons, which are more sober than us, Shusai236, Nicholas, Keith, and Fletchy42. 
a big thanks to Quinn for drinking with me today, and May for sending the notes mm-hmm. so that we had some actual, like, sensible thoughts to read out. This is the worst outro I've ever done. Um, where can the people find you, Quinn? You can't. Except on here and on Lost in Translation Month. Yes. What we're talking about, colon 2020, the Digimon series, just to make that clear. All the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed and didn't join us in this terrible game. Bye-bye. Bye. So cut through the heart, cold and clear. Strike for love and strike for fear. See the beauty sharp and clear. Split the eyes apart. I see. I thought I heard a door closing. I was like, oh, did Quinn just get up and leave? No, no, that was Yumi jumping on the table with the mic. <laughs> Why is Yumi carrying the mic, Quinn? <laughs> that is a terrible joke and you should feel ashamed. Oh, I already feel ashamed, so... Good, you got a head start. It's just not a net difference. What if we referenced them as monsters in one's pocket? <laughs> that is a workaround. Chloe is insisting that I should have to trick for that one. Well, I'm not going to, because I didn't try to cheat the rules. That's fair. I pointed out that one could cheat. There's a difference. Um, anywho. Don't uh, break the game. Yeah, yeah. Don't be like Anthony. Don't cheat. I'm very glad I've nearly run out already, because then I can start <laughs> drinking fair. water. I'm going to keep this up until I feel like it's a bad idea, and for now, it's just a not great idea. Yes. Know your limits. I also have a weirdly high alcohol tolerance, and I don't know why. Hmm. I did eat plenty of food beforehand. So I should be good. I'm going to eat after this, which again, not the best idea anyone's ever That had. is bad. <laughs> At least you have water on tap. Yeah, no, no, I've got a gallon of water sitting next to me. Purely coincidental, but I'll take it. Mm. I can so already the feel... Coming. Yeah, I can already feel like the wobbliness and the, the gesturing for no reason. <laughs> um, What is my brain doing? My brain's just like, wow, I... I'm sure glad I'm not trans. And I was like, wait, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honey, I'm pretty sure you're trans. (laughs) At least, like, a little bit. (laughs) Sometimes, anyway. My brain is slow. It's okay. It's probably the alcohol. Most likely, yes. Whose idea was this? Yours. (laughs) It was a bad idea. Why did I try and do it again? I don't, I don't, this episode won't have outtakes. <laughs> Drunk me sing right now, I'm just going to leave everything in. <sighs> and if, if future me takes it out, then this bit is going to be an outtake at the end. I would like a burrito now, please. <laughs> like, what? I would like a burrito. A burrito. Burrito, yes. I burrito like one, is Naruto's son. <laughs> Burrito Naruto's son. I love it. <laughs> no, Naruto's son. <laughs> Nari- Nar- Naruto is a totally different character. Padaman says, thank you for listening to the Moncast. Bye-bye. <laughs>